1: Can you hear me? I got uh, a, I got a new recording right now. i Wanted to make sure. Wait. Three, two, one. Can you hear me? Yo yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. stimulated, and you guys are styling, smiling, smiling, <laughs> Oh yeah. All right. I think uh we're live. Okay, we're good. We're live. We're live. Oh, <laughs> we're live. <blustering> <laughs> All right, we're live. We're live. T, we're live. We're live. We're live. We're live. All right! Excellent! 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 We had a little technical difficulty, but we came back. Yeah, Thanks quick for our, our sister at Blue Crew Media.
0: <laughs> not technical, technical difficulties—they're not lasting as long as they the used to. The
1: about What's that? The, the technical difficulties. They're, yeah, yeah—they used, he used to go on quicker. Used to go on forever. Remember? Yeah. Me and you would go on forever. Then, All right, so let me do pull. let me do the particulars here um you ready here uh go. yo okay here we go one two three yo y'all we yo, are old men and sweats i'm barry d and this is my buddy over here tommy t and this is our program now watch this tommy i got a new, new thing down and laugh when he's conquered okay wow you got a slate three <laughs> three two one action look at that see i like that We do that again
0: what, what is that see that's a nice slate where'd you get that slate yeah yeah I love that.
1: I, love that. I okay. went. I went to a, the high school and I took it out of their their closet. Yeah, uh, I'm Ooh. gonna bring it back. They got a play next week, but I went in there, took it out. I'm just gonna erase everything and I'm gonna bring it back for them. They're doing fiddler on the roof, I think. So I'm just gonna do that. But anyway, um. So did you like that? I like that slate. It's right. nice. But
0: you, you have scene 45.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's scene two forty five. Take five thousand one hundred and twenty six. <laughs> It's, it's, and there were the directors and uh, cameras, the computer, it's a daytime interior synced, uh, roll 15. I love this thing. It makes wow. me feel like official feels. I feel like Scorsese. So, um, place. again, we're old and this program is brought to you by our Cajun brothers at Bucru Media and Hornitos Tequila. Here's to the shot takers. The ones who like us believe nothing great happens ever happens. If you don't take a chance. So Tommy, because... What happens if you take a chance? It's a shot worth taking. taking. I was testing nice. you on that one. Are you got your cooler?
0: I got my Hornitos right here. I yep. forgot
1: my shot glass.
0: Yeah, so just drink it from the bottle. Okay, so let's start. We're going to start. We're going to go right into Raiders wrap-up, right?
1: Yeah, we're going go, go to go. Yeah, let's go to the sweaty hit list. Let's go right into Raider wrap-up. Um, let's talk about last week's game they had against the Bears, and then this week they got a huge game against the Broncos. Go ahead.
0: Well, I mean, we we can't talk about last week's game uh, uh, unless we talk about what happened with Gruden, right? Because that it came yeah. out on Friday, right? It, it came out on Friday, and then Gruden made his apology or whatever he did late Friday, early Saturday, and then he coached the game, and the team wasn't there. They just mentally they weren't there. They got dominated by the Bears. Who gets dominated by the Bears? Right? It was here. I mean, it was here in Vegas they lost 20 to 9 it was a terrible game anyone could have predicted it was a terrible game but you know buddy i it, when that when I, when the first email came out and and he made that reference to Michelin tires i knew that he was done i mean obviously i don't know how you're going to survive that but mark davis didn't fire him before the game and they no. didn't ask him to get suspended before the game so then what the NFL did was the following the day after the game on Monday, they released more of the emails that they had of the 650,000 emails. They released more and there were, there were certainly, there were homophobic, misogynistic, all these horrible remarks and they basically forced Mark Davis to drive to the Raiders facility over here in Henderson and that's when Gruden announced his retirement. So the NFL basically forced Mark Davis's hand and, you know, so... It, it it's a, it's a horrible thing because that's all that of course it's all that's on the radio that's everyone's talking about yeah, it.
1: Everybody's talking about it. It's all over the TV. It's all over it's, the radio. It's it's, it's you know. It, did you, social, do you think Mark Davis thought it was going to go away?
0: Well, like, I think I think that Mark Davis. Mark Davis made one comment. He he was asked yesterday in a quick press conference if he has any comments, and he said, "I have no comment." Ask the NFL; they're the ones with all the answers. So he gave uh, a three sentence comment, which is basically. You know, some people are interpreting it that Mark Davis didn't want to fire John Gruden in spite of all of the horrible remarks that he made. Mark, So, yeah. so they're, they're saying that Mark, Mark Mark Davis is part of the good old boys network, which that's what that's what the you know, because the other 650,000 emails haven't been released. And it was an original investigation into the Washington football team and nothing to do with the Raiders. Just so happens that the president of Washington was Bruce Allen, who went way back with with. Uh, John Gruden with the Raiders, long history with John Gruden, their friends. So those were the email exchanges that they found while investigating Washington, but nothing happened in Washington. <laughs> they didn't find anything in the honor six and the other. So it looks terrible. But so now the Raiders played a lousy game and then they had to restructure their coaching staff. They got this guy, Rich Basaccia, an Italian guy. Yeah. Who's the new uh, he's the new head coach, never been a head coach in his life right he's special teams coach bounced around he he coached with Gruden in Tampa Bay he coached with the Cowboys he's a special teams guy and i think the reason they promoted the special teams coach to the head coach is so they didn't affect the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator they wanted each of them just to keep coaching their side of the ball so they're trying they're trying to get some continuity right and um and now the raiders are going into denver to play the broncos on sunday which i think they're going to get killed i i just I got a feeling they're going to go in there. I mean, Denver's, Denver's due to play a good game because they played terrible last week against the Steelers. It's it set up that the Raiders look like they're going to go in there and get buried. I'd be surprised if they go in there and they put in, like, a spirited performance. I really would. It just seem, seems like they all got to be confused right now.
1: Yeah, like I, I mean I think I think the funniest thing about it is that anyone would doubt that 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 Mark Davis wasn't the good old boys. I mean his father, you know, they hated the NFL. And and I could see that little remark he made, that little shot, you know, like, hey, you know, ask the NFL. That was that was a jab. That was from his father. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, so but again, it's like, yeah, I know the, the Davis family had a lot of issues with the NFL. Some of them, I think, are actual, like, like like legitimate. Like, you know, sure. I think Roselle was screwing with him. But, you know, this is a whole different thing. And But I, I didn't expect uh, Mark Davis to be any different than his father in that way. And, and I didn't expect him to take the lead. I don't think it was good. He didn't take the lead. It didn't help his team. It didn't help Gruden. It didn't help anyone. And that little remark that, like, his father would make didn't help at all either. I think he was just kind of hoping – in some weird way, it was going to not, nothing was going to happen. And I just, I'm just surprised. Like I never thought Gruden looked at Gruden like that. No in, one did.
0: Everyone's surprised unless you're in his inner circle, no one saw that coming. You know, the other thing is we talk about Mark Davis and his father L Davis, who's who owned the Raiders from 1960. You know, the Raiders are the one organization in the NFL that's always been first on all of the minority hirings. They were the first, team to hire a mexican head coach and tom flores who just made the hall of fame they had the first they had the first black head coach and art shell who was Mm -hmm. a former player right and they also the raiders um l davis also was the first to hire a female in the front office and amy trask amy trask had a very high level position with the raiders and all throughout the 90s and the other thing is of course they have the only um openly gay player now who's on mm-hmm. a current NFL roster so the, the Raiders they're trailblazers in a lot of this so what 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 John Gruden says and all these emails they go contrary to everything
1: that L Davis and
0: supposedly Mark Davis would believe in
1: yeah yeah now yeah and also they, they they give second chances to all these players they take like like guys that are down and out guys with trouble yeah. Yeah. you know different you know guys that no other teams want. So then to get your coach, your centerpiece, and then find out that is like, it's like a, it's like ridiculous. It's like the complete opposite of what you are as an organization. And I I just was surprised because i have never heard Gruden, you know, say things like that or even make any remarks. And you, you always said he talks a lot and he says these things and he should just coach you know, yeah. because he's a personality, because he was always a personality doing the games.
0: It's funny, you last know, week you were, we. I said that he always has these quips,
1: remember? And you were yeah. making fun of that. Yeah, because that's a Larry David word.
0: Yeah, and yeah. that's like four days, three or four days before this is released. And, you know, I always said that he talks a lot, of, you know, and he's, oh, he talks too much about all this garbage. And just, come on, just do your job and get the team playing well. And then we mm-hmm. find out. And also, these emails—they're over the course of several years, so it's not a one-time shot. It's several times. There's no way, there's no way you can—you um, can't survive that. Your your career can't survive that.
1: No. So okay. so he wasn't talking. He wasn't talking. Then he was typing, typing which is like even I, I made a little. I, I, I it was I wasn't trying to make light of this. I said I don't condone. We don't condone what he did. But I thought it was hilarious. Like. You know, like now they got an Italian coach. I'll tell you one thing: that Italian coach is going to do. If he's got to talk to anybody, he's going to do a walk and talk. Yeah, he's going to do a walk and yeah. talk. Yeah. He's not going to. He's not going to be emailing people or texting yeah. people or calling on the phone. He might not even call from a payphone if he can find a payphone. He's going to do the walk and talk. And I'm not trying to make fun, Probably funny, funny. Time. But it's, it, I, I think just, what happens to these people, they think they're invincible. And and first of all, it's wrong what he's doing. It's wrong what he's saying. And I guarantee you, when he was typing it, he doesn't think anything of it. I'm no. John Gruden. Who cares? I'm, I say whatever I want. I do whatever I want. Well, and I don't think this is part of cancel culture either. I don't think this is part no. of that. I no. think no, it's a guy is, just being a dick. I, He's just I, a dick. I said to all my buddies
0: 25 years ago, this is unacceptable. You, Anybody that pulls up an email and you're writing those words, no one's going to play for him. You know, they 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 asked some of the Raiders on last Saturday before the game, as they were coming out of the facility, they were asking them if they were okay. And so a lot of the young black players, like Josh Jacobs and Henry Ruggs, they were all they were all defending Gruden. They were all saying he's has been nothing but respectful to me. You know, I've never seen any of that. Of course, the quarterback has been talking a lot, but there's a couple players like Yannick and the the defensive end. They asked him, and he said, "I got no comment." Not all the players were oh, happy with it. Not all I the players were. Yeah, there were there was a bunch of players that had no comment and didn't want to talk about it. Because they have to go back to their families. You know, they're all from whatever neighborhoods they're from. They got to go back there. They can't be supporting. They got to go answer to people. So you can't just <laughs> easily support this guy that's writing these things, you know, and saying, I mean, come on. This is the most horrible line that you're going to you're going to read. When I read that, I, I was just like that's I, I cannot believe you that don't even line. want to
1: repeat it here. No, it's no, terrible. because this is nonsense. Parallel. And 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 what do you think is going to happen to um what's his name, uh the open gay player how, how do you say his last name um
0: Carl Nassib well Nassib you know, set the day off yesterday they they introduced Rich Rich Passaccia in a press conference yesterday they had Mike Mayock who's the general manager whose power now now he goes to the be, like he rises to be the number one guy in power in the organization because apparently John Gruden he had final say on all of the personnel. So now, now Mike Mayock is the number one guy in the organization. So they interviewed him. They interviewed uh, Basaccia. They talked to uh, Gus Bradley, the defensive coordinator. You know, so so th- this, you know, now they uh, they also asked a lot of the players yesterday where they're going, but they gave Carl Nassib the day off. He asked for a day off yesterday because I guess he didn't want to I go. Wonder the I
1: wonder what he's thinking. I wonder what he's thinking. Like if, you know, Gruden's gone but I wonder if he's lost faith and hope in the organization Um and wondering if, if he maybe, you know, I mean, he, should take a long leave of that. Gruden,
0: Gruden t- called Michael Sam, who was drafted years ago by the Rams, right in the seventh round, he called, he used a Q word. I, it's just like, really? It's like, it's just, so yeah, Carl Nassib's on the team now, and he's, he's back at practice today. Oh, wait, you know, he came back. Okay. Yeah, he's playing. You know, he's back at practice. They're getting ready for the game. Today's Thursday, so you know, they're, they're going to Denver on, on Saturday. And listen, even if everything was perfect for the Raiders, even if, uh, if this never came out and Gruden was the coach, it's, they're still going to have a hard time playing in Denver. You know how hard it is to play in Denver? It's a division game. The Broncos are tough. Like, it, it's, such a, it's set up so bad for, uh, for them right now. And you know, I feel bad. I, I don't know how they're going to respond. I'm not, again, I'm not expecting them to go out there and dominate for the whole game.
1: Well, you wonder, you know, like because the like, the game last week, we we maybe we'll maybe we'll come back a little to Gruden and, and Tommy T. Take later in the show, but I'm wondering because it seems like those last um two weeks they kind of like, you think something was going on, like there was rumors or there was whispers or there was dissension happening because they just played like crap, well, you know, like like I'm out. wondering, you know, the story came out on Thursday. I know, but so I'm wondering if you know what I'm saying Friday. like was, was there yeah, trickles. Was there trickles
0: before? I tell you, one guy who dodged a bullet, the the one guy who dodged the biggest bullet this week was Urban Meyer. Uh, (laughs) I I mean, mean, he was in the crosshairs. He was in trouble. (laughs) He was in danger of losing his job for his ridiculous maneuver of not flying home with the team the previous Thursday. They took him off the hook. I mean, what he did. By not flying home with the team, yeah, and staying out at that nightclub and, and getting caught messing around with those women, right with all everyone's got the, the you know their their phones, their phone cameras video it, he's completely off the hook right now, no one's
1: talking well, about him i I'll, I'll tell you right now he's so happy that he heard the name John Gruden, he should yeah. get a tattoo. Like a tramp stamp thing that they 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 get on the back near their butt. He should get one that says Gruden forever, or or just win Gruden, or some kind of. He should do so because I swear he is so lucky that the timing of this happened that way. And and I think he's out of the doghouse now. I think he's he's, he's got some time.
0: Yeah, everyone everyone is all the coaches
1: are out of the doghouse
0: right now. No one. He looks like no he looks like a stuff saint.
1: He yeah. looks like a saint right now. Yeah. Urban Meyer looks like a saint after his urban cowboy fiasco at the bar, you know, like with the girls and dancing. And he looks like a saint here. But let's wrap this up. Like I, I I think the Raiders um they had two really bad games. The Chargers they didn't play even the first half. Then they still got beat. You know, they there's no way we could catch the Chargers. And then the Bears just dominated them, which is really crazy that they dominated them like that. And that's why I know this is all speculation, but when I look at it, it's like I mean, they did nothing. They did nobody did anything. Jacob didn't do anything. You know, no one did anything. Even, you know, Waller didn't do anything. It's almost like I wonder if there was talk going on, dissension happening, or weirdness that was distracting to the team.
0: Sure, there had to be. Yeah. The offensive line played terribly. Like that was their that's their Achilles heel right now offensively, as their line is a mess.
1: We got a question here. Who is it? Michael. And yeah. he's got three names. This guy, I like that. He's like, he's like, case, he's like KCP. He's got like, he's got. Actually, we just call MMEB. So you MEB. You don't even know
0: all of KCP's names. No, I don't, <laughs> and I don't have to. Continuous I don't have to Pope.
1: <laughs> I don't need to know it though. That's why they he abbreviate him. Says the Raiders have two stadiums.
0: The Chargers get booed at home against the Raiders. Well, that's the Raiders don't really have two stadiums. The Chargers just don't have a home stadium. Because the way the Chargers left San Diego a few years ago, they first played in that soccer stadium, the Home Depot Center, (laughs) which only only had like eighteen or twenty thousand people.
1: Eighteen thousand people—it was
0: ridiculous. And so, and so now they're playing—you know—they're they're they're basically playing in the Rams stadium, which was built by the Rams owner. So the Chargers don't have any fans. So of course, if the Raiders, if the Raiders go to L.A., they already have all their fans from from the '80s. So yeah, the Chargers—they don't have a home stadium. And last week the Chargers played the Cleveland Browns and it was 50-50. 50-50 yeah. 50% Browns fans, 50% Chargers fans. That's tough in the Chargers because they're very good.
1: Yeah. Well, right? well, well, MEB doesn't know this, but really LA you know, it used to be a Ram a Ram town way, way back, like Roman Gabriel, Deacon Jones, and those guys. And then it just dissolved. No one cared about him. Even when the Chargers, you know, the Chargers went to San Diego, then the Raiders, they came down. It became the Raider town when the Raiders came down. And I told this story before. And and ME and, and, and meb Emmy, Emmy may like this story. I was at a preseason game in Anaheim Stadium when the Rams were now playing at Anaheim Stadium and the Raiders came into town. And and the and the and the Raiders fans just beat the crap out of the Ram fans for no reason, and it was a, like a preseason game. And I said to myself after that, the Rams aren't staying here; they're they're yeah. leaving. They moved, they're they moved to Anaheim. Yeah, and then, to Anaheim, and then they and then they moved even farther away after yeah. that. Like yeah. I, I'm not surprised that that they get booed. The Chargers get booed. I'm not surprised. No one, anybody, the Rams will get booed anytime the Raiders play in LA, they dominate LA and they always will. It's a really weird thing because they're an Oakland team. They are Oakland. I look at the Raiders. I always think Oakland, even though me and you lived in California a couple, two plus decades. I, and, and we've seen the LA, the LA Raiders and we've seen the LA Rams. I just never get it out of my mind, but it's so weird. It shows you the weird fan base that LA has for football. And maybe that's why, you know, one of the reasons they didn't have a team for so long. It's a weird fan base there for football basketball is King in LA.
0: Yeah, and also baseball. It's, a, it's a, baseball. a baseball. I mean, the Dodgers and the Lakers got there almost the same time. In the Dodgers in the late 50s, the Lakers in the early 60s, and they both have dominated the LA landscape. Yeah. Yeah,
1: no, I mean it's it's interesting. It's it's it. but that's a good point by M E B. I like that M. E B, Michael Thank Evan you for the question. Time. We appreciate that. Yeah. Old men appreciate questions. All you people out there, you know, send a question to us. You could even ask us anything. Our weight, our vertical jump, you know, like, like our diet, um, you know, whatever you want to ask. It doesn't have to be about sports. What's, can what's the next thing? Dodger dog. Oh, okay. So we're okay. let's transition out into the Raider wrap. So me and you both are not confident with the Las Vegas Raiders against the Broncos. I'm not. I think their minds aren't going to be in the game. The Broncos are due for a game. It's been another, I'm just going to say this. It's been, again, a, a, the same type of season the Raiders always have, yep. or have been having. And I'm start not surprised. Fast, start it, it, fast and fade. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So so the next up is our Dodger dog. I want to go quickly. I know some people don't like to talk about baseball, but we're Dodger fans. I'm a Baltimore Oriole and a Dodger sure. fan, half-half. And we have to talk about tonight's game because it's a huge game against the San Francisco Giants, their arch rival. The first time the Dodgers
0: and the Giants have ever met in the playoffs, right? Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, the 1951, uh, Bobby Thompson hit a home run at the polo grounds for the New York Giants against the Brooklyn Dodgers, and that was the shot heard around the world. So that, everyone thought that that was a playoff game, but that was actually that was a one-game extension on the regular season to see who to the World Series. So this is the first time they played. They're going to game five, the deciding game. The, the, the Giants won 107 games. The Dodgers won 106 games. It's, it's crazy. crazy. The two best teams in baseball, and they're going to play this great game tonight, right? The Dodgers got this little guy, Julio Urias, pitching, right? He's only 5'11", and he looks like
1: Fernando Valenzuela's nephew, yeah, he looks like like a baby of Fernando. But what what's weird is I'm looking on my app. Why do they got they don't have him pitching against no, Webb? Because
0: they're gonna start they're gonna start uh, Corey no. Knebel. They're gonna start Knebel. He's they're gonna use an opener. They've done this before. They're gonna what? have this guy this because because Urias is a lefty, right? And yeah. So the Giants are gonna load their lineup with right-handed batters. So they're gonna start a right-handed pitcher. Oh and see wow! If get, see if he could get through the uh, lineup they're going to see if he can get through the lineup once and then they're going to flip the Urias and have him try to pitch the third through the seventh inning. They've done this before in the playoffs. They did it last year against the Padres. So that's the, the Dodgers are kind of, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're overthinking it. They're not starting because the Urias won 20 games. So maybe,
1: maybe and 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 he won like the Dodgers won like 13 in a row with him starting and like six or seven were away. This guy's tough.
0: He hasn't lost since June, I think. But, but either as Webb, no, right? Webb, Webb, Webb killed. Webb killed the Dodgers in the first game. He shut him down.
1: The Webb's, I think, Webb's four yeah, right, and zero. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think, I think the the Giants the last thirteen or fourteen that he started, they won. Like, yeah. like, so this is a tough matchup. I was, I was reading all the blogs and and, and going on on the news and watching everything about this game because it's a gigantic game. And and I was, and they were talking about the Dodger pitchers. They weren't talking about the the guy that's starting, but they were talking about Fernando's little son, the son of Fernando. That's funny that you said that. He does look like a little Fernando Valenzuela,
0: and he's a great it's hitter like Fernando. The
1: other thing is, Urias
0: is a good hitter. He's hitting like two ten as a pitcher in the first game. He pitched game two in San Francisco. He won game two. He drove in the first run with a two-out single.
1: So he's a good hitter like Fernando was. But they, they say the problem is this, and I think they've got a point. I watched this Fox show today, and they had a girl. It was really interesting. I don't know who, who produces this show, but the girl was really knowledgeable. I can't remember her name. Pretty dark-haired girl. And this guy just let her talk. And she was showing stuff about the pitchers, but the weirdest thing is she had a bat in her oh, hand. You know how they put show. they put props in their hand.
0: That's, yeah, yeah. Her name is Jessica Mendoza. I saw that. She's yeah.
1: smart. That girl's smart. Really yeah, and she she's so she got the bat in the hand. I don't really like how they do those. They put these things in their hands that you know they got the guys in the ballpark, the mini ballpark, and they're doing all that Harold Rains and all these guys. But I she had the bat in the hand, I thought it was funny because I was like. Man, well, if this girl
0: was, was, was a great softball player and she's got a lefty swing, she took a swing with the bat on that studio today. She's got, she's got a, got good a great lefty swing. Did, yeah. did
1: she go to UCLA or Washington? or? I
0: don't know what school she went Oklahoma? to. but she was, She's on the Sunday night telecasts. She was she's doing the good. Sunday night telecast. She's yeah, I mean, she's been doing games for the last couple of years.
1: She's really good. But the other thing, but the, so what she said was this she said that the key. Is going to be the Dodgers pitcher. She said the key is going to be because he's a fastball pitcher, and the and the Giants love the fastball. They said he's going to. She said he's going to have to win it with the curve. There's no way around it. He can't throw fastball. She said. That's what she said.
0: I mean, that's not that simple. He he's, yeah. he's if, if that's his pitch, he's got to get people out with his fastball. But it's all about location. He he can still use his fastball, but he's got to keep it in. He's got to ride it in on them. If he gets it over the plate, yeah, he'll get ha- he'll get hammered. But you know, and he's got he's got some good curveball slider, but he's going to have to use his fastball.
1: Yeah, That's what like she's she's really smart, but I didn't get what she was saying there. Like he's not going to throw every curve. Yeah. Like lately like, like I didn't get that. There's
0: one pitcher for the Houston Astros, Lance McCullers. He's got a great curveball. He'll throw the curveball 45 times in a row. He just he'll throw some that's version crazy. of the curve. I've never seen that before. But Urias is a fastball pitcher. He's gonna have to ride the fastball in on them, move it around. If he, if of course, if he gets it over the plate, they could crush it. But he's gotta he's gotta work the yeah. the outside and the inside of the plate, and that's what he's so, gonna try so, to do.
1: So KCP's brother's back. KCP's brother MEB, is back. Yeah. He says this is what the postseason MLB is is all exactly about. I think problem. it's all about
0: There, there were four mad. divisional round series, and none of them went five games except the Dodgers and Giants. And it's, the, it's fitting because, like I said, they're the two best teams in baseball. They won the most games. And it's a shame that they're playing now and not in the NLCS. But that's the way it goes. The so, so goes on.
1: I comes on. That's what I didn't like either this season about the postseason, the MLB schedule. I didn't like that the Dodgers had to play the Giants, and I didn't like that the Rays had to play the Red Sox. Well, I didn't like the it.
0: Dodgers had to play the Cardinals in a one-game wild-card game. Wild card game. Yeah, I like okay. yeah, I don't like that either. I mean,
1: don't give me – I think that yeah. – I think if they're going to do the wild-card like that, it's got to be three games. I agree. So you can throw three pitchers. I think that's so ridiculous and they can make more money. I have no idea why they're doing it, and I don't believe in it since – what was that game that the A's won? Remember the A's won that one-game playoff? They beat somebody like well, about – a over a decade ago, 15 yeah, years ago. Was like, that was the start of the
0: one-game wild-card. And it was yeah, stupid. won that game and. Because what they did was they added another playoff team, but they did technically didn't add them because who like the wild the two wild cards have to play each other right to get into the playoff series? So they technically didn't add it.
1: Yeah, you're right. But this so let me ask you this because I'm confused. I don't understand how the Red Sox had to play the Rays and how the Giants had to play the Dodgers. Can't they just reconfigure it and keep those guys away from each other? Like they don't re, they don't
0: reseed the team. So because the Dodgers were a wild card team, even though they had the second most wins, uh, when they won know. the wild card game, they had to play the team with the most wins. They don't reseed the teams. Well, they no re-seed. Football, football, and basketball. They don't reseed their teams either after the first round of the playoffs.
1: I don't know why. Do you? But, what do you think about that? Do you think it's a good idea? Like especially maybe basketball and baseball. Yeah, to- you
0: gotta. You have to start reseeding the teams. I. I don't actually. I would like to hear one of the commissioners you know, elaborate on that area on why they don't do that, because I'm sure they have good reasons that there's probably something that we're not thinking about, but this way, this way right here, if they reseated the teams, the giants would have played the Atlanta Braves and the Dodgers would have had to go play the Milwaukee Brewers. And then if they won those two series then they would have met each other, you know? So, but you know, Bergeron is, is coming in again with, he loved the Red Sox heroics because the Red Sox upset, the rays hmm. right the rays won 100 games they yep. lost 3 to 1 the astros are back in the in the ALCS for the fifth time the astros are the best team in baseball they look like the best team right now them. that lineup one through one through 8 that lineup's impossible 1 I through 9 them. right so they're i mean they're really good
1: they're I, I can't play, stand them though i, I can't gonna, stand them I, no, I,
0: I can't stand him either. They so so let it. me
1: ask you this. So the Dodgers, I'm going to go for the Dodgers, obviously. This is going to be a tight game. Again, it's going to be, it's a chess match. It's going to be really close. Yeah. I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of runs, obviously. And I just think it's going to be whoever makes, I, I hate to say this thing, but it's whoever makes the least mistakes on the base pass or, or you know, it, it doesn't leave as many guys on base. It, 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 it's going to be very simple. Cause I think both pitchers are all the pitchers that they're going to throw today are going to going to throw them. six or seven pitchers. Yeah.
0: That's that's the plan. They'll yeah. Get which five is so fun out of web. They're going to so try five, in, five innings out of web. And then they're going to come in. I, the giants are going to get five innings and they're going to come in with five more pitchers to get yeah. through the next four innings. That that's their game plan for sure. So
1: let me ask you. So do you think whoever wins this wins against the Braves? Yeah, really?
0: I do. I, I mean, you can't discount the Braves. I mean, it's baseball, so they're all good teams right now at this level. But the Braves were up 3-1 to one on the Dodgers last year, and we won three in a row to beat them. But the Dodgers were healthier last year. The Braves don't have Acuna. They're, they don't have Richard Acuna, who's their best player. So I don't know. I mean, whoever, goes into, whoever wins this game tonight is going to be favored over the Braves. They'll be favored for sure. Yeah.
1: So and and I, the Astros are the Astros are obviously favored.
0: The Astros are a big favorite over the Red Sox. It's probably going to be the Astros again in the World Series again. So yes. one of these three teams. Obviously, we want to see the Dodgers, Astros in a rematch of the World Series. Yeah. That the Astros, you know, apparently cheated and stole all the signs. We want to see that again. That's what we all we all want. So that's what I'm calling. It.
1: Yeah, so that's a good game. That's what's at that, tonight, like nine nine something Eastern. Yeah, Nine
0: oh seven. Yeah, yeah. Eastern time, six oh seven Pacific time.
1: Is that on Fox?
0: It's on um, TBS.
1: Oh, it's on TBS. Oh, because TBS. the game tonight at eight twenty, the Tampa Bay Bucks will transition to Thursday Night Football. Right now, the Tampa Bay Bucks against the Eagles. Is NFL Network and it's Fox.
0: Yes, it's Fox. It's That's Aikman. what. It, so let's it's Aikman and Joe Buck. Yeah.
1: So let's let's spin around here into that game Thursday Night Football. The Bucks. Tom Brady comes into town. The old man comes in and to play Philadelphia. And I mean, this is another one that you know I think it's an easy game for the Bucks. I don't see them keeping the up. Only the only
0: thing game. is the Bucks are not healthy. The defensively, yeah. the Bucks are missing their whole defensive backfield. They're missing Levante David, the great linebacker. <laughs> it matters, though. It, it doesn't matter, matter because, because Philadelphia can have an explosive offense with that speed at receivers. So, but you're right, though. Tom Brady is averaging 353 yards a game. No one's ever averaged over 350 yards a game after five games in a season. Guy's a freak. He's, he's 44 years old. Someone was asking me yesterday. I don't know who it was. Someone was asking me why he's so great. And I said, Mm -hmm. um, the guy eats avocado ice cream. I think it was my daughter. I don't know who it was. Someone was asking me. I said, the guy eats avocado ice cream. What do you mean? Like, oh, no, someone was was suggesting that he's on something, that he's on some kind of a PED. And I said, what? Yeah, he's eating avocado ice cream.
1: I got to try that. They have avocado ice cream?
0: Yeah. I don't know where it is. I've never seen it. But, yeah, they got avocado ice cream.
1: I got to find that. That sounds unbelievable. So he eats, he probably eats the avocado in many different ways, though. He eats it whole, he eats it as guacamole, and he now eats it as ice cream. So maybe that's all he eats. You know, like, like who knows?
0: I I mean, ice cream is, what they have, they have, you know, non-dairy ice cream as it is. You know, you can... They have all kinds of non-dairy options, yeah, but it doesn't taste avocado ice. cream. I don't know where that is. I, I got to go to whole foods afterwards look, tonight and see if I can look, find it.
1: Cows, cows were invented to put cream in nice ice cream. Yeah. Cream, cream. You have to have cream and ice cream. Go ask Ben and Jerry. Those guys put cream in it. Right. You got to I mean, come on. I mean, you know, Great. if you're going to eat healthy, then go, go eat something else. Go eat like some farro. Right. You can have a nice farro, you oh, know, Brady,
0: Brady's 44 <clears> years old. And now he's saying that he could possibly play till he's fifty, and he can. He can. You know Brady. You know they, they drafted. Uh, hey, we got John Anthony. Hey, John, what's
1: going on, buddy? Who, who's this, that guy? Uh, who's, who, who do you think that is? Hi, know. John.
0: I don't know. What I like how I he
1: spells his name with J O N. I like it because it's got to be short for
0: Jonathan. Find out yeah. if he's got a middle name. But um, you know, the Patriots drafted Jimmy Garoppolo. I think in 2014. Right. And then Belichick was getting ready to move Brady out and push Jimmy Garoppolo to the starting position. And that's when Robert Kraft stepped in and said, No, we're not getting we're not getting rid of Brady. You ship you ship Garoppolo out. So they sent Garoppolo to San San Francisco, I think for something around draft choice or something like that. Okay, so now they draft Mac Jones. It's possible that Brady outlasts both of them. It's possible that Brady's still playing quarterback, and Mac Jones and Garoppolo out of football. (laughs) That's funny. I don't know. You really think that's possible? No, I'm not saying it's likely. I'm saying it is possible. Don't put anything past this guy. You know, he's 44. He looks like he's 24 to me. So why can't he play another five years if he wants?
1: Well, you know, he is. He's he's a remarkable guy. He's joined us on the show many times.
0: Yes, he is. And and now, you know, now here he is again.
1: Thursday night football against the Eagles. And I get what you're saying is about the injuries, but I still think they're so deep, this team. you know, They do have some guys out. I'm looking at the injury list here. But just Brady's like, a, he's a freak. He's an old man freak. And I think the Eagles have some some power as far as like, they, they've got some, they got the receivers. They've got some action. Hertz can move. I think they'll get some points here. And there are more points than you think they get against Tampa, but I still think they're not going to beat them. I just don't think it's possible. Well, it's, Tom it's Brady's not coming.
0: You know, Here's the thing. It's in Philly. Yeah, last come on. Week they, the Philadelphia played a great second half in Carolina last week, and they stole that game from the Panthers. Darius Slay, their Pro Bowl cornerback, two interceptions of Sam Darnold last week. So he played great. So, you know, if the Eagles are going to play another, like, spirited defensive game and run around and give Brady some trouble and then You know, they don't. And then Tampa Bay doesn't have they don't have their back, their defensive backfield. So Brady should have a field day. Right. There he is. Hey, Tom, Brady should have a field day. So you you, you never know. It's in Philadelphia. Maybe maybe Brady goes at it and maybe this guy hurts, goes at it with him. You never know.
1: Preach it, Tommy. Preach it. There he, is. he he likes you Tommy he he likes wow. you It's TB12 Tommy hi again preach it Tommy tell them about me My name is Tom Avocado Brady okay, let me can I
0: Tom Brady can I ask you another question I know I interviewed you a few weeks ago but can I ask you an additional question
1: Of course Tommy T
0: So have you ever considered or have you ever have you ever Okay have you ever considered asking the NFL office if you could change your number to one ninety nine,
1: hmm, you know maybe I could do that now because that you can you can have different numbers now in different positions. I would like to do that. I think I could do anything in the NFL. <laughs> I think they would let me do anything. You know, <laughs> I mean, them, I, I'm TB
0: twelve. Tell them why you would want to wear one ninety nine more than even
1: TB twelve. Tell them because everyone counted me out. No one thought I could be anything. They all looked at me at that NFL combine after I came out of Michigan. I was a great quarterback at Michigan. And I came out and I had some belly fat. I had little boobs like a, a young 13-year-old boy. And they looked at me and I ran and they said, this guy stinks. And, and everyone passed on me until that number came up. And my number that came up and the Patriots were so smart to take me was 199. And I really think I should use that now, Tommy T. I am actually going to call the commissioner tomorrow after I whip the Eagles tonight. And after I go home and kiss my beautiful white wife, Giselle, the model, you know, she's a supermodel. And then I will call the commissioner and I will have 199 on my back soon. Thank you, Tommy T, for that question. You are a great broadcaster, Tommy T. You do not ask the usual BS questions no. that I get asked all the no. time.
0: No. And, I, and listen, I want to commend you because after they drafted you 199 back in 2001, right, and you showed up for training camp and no one knew who you were, and you passed Robert Kraft in the hallway and you introduced yourself And you said, hi, I'm Tom Brady. I'm the quarterback you just drafted in the sixth round. And Robert Kraft said to you, I know who you are. I know who you are. He said, hello, Tom, I'm Robert. Nice to meet you. And then you told Robert Kraft at that time, you told him you just made the greatest draft pick in the history of your franchise. I don't understand. I have no idea where you got the cojones to say that to Robert Kraft after getting drafted 199. I have no idea, but to me, that's the most fascinating thing about your entire career is the first thing that you ever said to your owner.
1: I appreciate that, Tommy T. Again, I just love your journalistic expertise and 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 just the way that you banter back and forth about things i love coming on your show you know that barry barry d he's okay but i i really really would like to just take you around on my private golf stream five and and just have you come and just let you be my journalist and then and then when someone says something stupid, you just come in and, and ask the proper question. And 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 I was not intimidated by Robert Kraft. I knew that I had an uphill battle, but I was confident in myself. I've been confident ever since I was born and I know who I am, and I am TB12, and I have to go now, Tommy, because I have to go kick some ass against the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. Yeah, I'm going to take down the Eagles tonight, and then tomorrow, Tommy, after I have my avocado out of the shell of the avocado and throw away the little pit. Sometimes I, I, I suck on that a little bit, because you can still get some avocado flavor from it. And then I'm going to have some guacamole, and then I'm going to have avocado ice cream, and then I'm calling the commissioner. And I will report back to you next week on if I will be able to say and actually have them print up Tom Brady 199 jerseys, which again, Tommy, as you know, will make more money for me.
0: (laughs) You need more of that. You certainly need more of that.
1: I always need cash. More money, more problems. Listen, to this, you're, the only, you're the
0: you're the only franchise quarterback in the entire NFL history whose wife makes more than you. So, no, there's no other franchise quarterback whose wife makes more than him. Only you. So again, you know what? And I love it.
1: it. I love it. I'm confident in myself, but I I'm confident in her and you know what? She can keep making the cash cuz when I just when I retire in the year 2050, I'll just be laying on a boat and just collecting her cash, eating avocados. <laughs> okay. But Tommy, I got to go. I got to go. I got to get I I got to go stretch out. I got to go stretch. I, I, I really appreciate that, Tommy. Cheer me on and then we'll talk next week. Thank you for your time.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for coming on the show again.
1: He's, he, he loves you. Uh, he hates me. <laughs> he doesn't like me. He really likes you. He really, yeah, really. Buddy, we're a team. You can't like one of us and not the no, other. No, but he,
0: so, no, you work. know why he
1: likes you? We always say this, your knowledge and then the questions you ask and how you ask them, it, it, it engages him. Like he's never engaged, like like the people ask him the same thing all the time. And you give him ideas, you give him ideas about the jersey. It's a great idea. You know, you you just you just inspire him, and you don't make fun of him with his diet. You know, you're like, hey, whatever he wants to do. I mean, the guy is an alien.
0: Credit where credit's due, man. You know,
1: I I told you how it is. These the, the
0: media they build up a guy into being a superstar. And then they immediately try to tear him down. I I never understood that, but that's just the way the media works. When Tom Brady first hit the national scene and was winning Super Bowls in the early 2000s, everybody loved him and said he was a great story. And then it didn't take long for it to turn. And then they started talking about whatever, that he was uh, on a cheating team. And then then he said he deflated the footballs. And I told you, unless you got video – you got unless you have video of him with a football between his knees on. And, a, and a pressure gauge taking the air out. I don't buy it. They said, "Oh, he destroyed his." uh They yeah. said he destroyed his cell phone.
1: Like, Get out of here! You think you think this guy's got to deflate balls? No. You think he's got to cheat? It's kind of they have to cheat. He works harder than anyone else. He out practices everybody. No. Out works everybody. There's a, so there's a story. There's a funny,
0: funny story, and it's so obscure. But um, you, you remember, you remember the, the catch in San Francisco when Joe Montana threw that touchdown pass to Dwight Clark in 1980 or whatever it was, 1981, when, the, when the, the 49ers beat the Cowboys to go to their first Super Bowl. And Dwight Clark made that ridiculous catch in the back of the end zone, right? Dwight Clark was a receiver that was drafted in like the 12th round. They used to have like 12 rounds back then. He was drafted in like the 10th, 11th, or 12th round from Clemson. And back then, in the 70s, Clemson never threw the ball. They never threw. So, so Dwight Clark had a college coach. I think it was Dan Ford. I think it might, it might have been Danny Ford. He was the college coach at Clemson. And when Dwight Clark got drafted by the 49ers, Danny Ford, his college coach, told him one thing. He said, Dwight, when you go to camp, make sure that you're in the best shape of your life. That, that's all he told him. Make sure you're in the best shape of your life. So, so he had, whatever, five, six months to train before he got into his NFL training camp, and he wasn't supposed to make the team. And I, I don't know, I think he got drafted in 79, or I don't know when he was 78, he was drafted in 78. He wasn't supposed to make the team, but he ended up making the team because he was in tip-top shape. And then a couple of years later, he ended up being a great wide receiver, right? He, was a, he wasn't a super fast guy, and he made the catch, basically the catch of the century, right? He made the catch of the 20th century. Yeah. So sometimes, buddy, sometimes it's, it's the simple thing. Sometimes it's just being in shape, just being in great shape. Of course, if you look in the NFL now, everyone's in tip-top shape. Everyone's in fantastic mm-hmm. shape. It's different now. Every, you know, Like now it's not just being in shape. It's being mentally prepared, being confident. But back then, in, even when Brady came out, sometimes it's just getting in great shape. Give yourself the best chance to succeed. Because
1: everybody's talented. Everybody's got super talented. Everybody's super talented. I think it's outworking guys, staying in shape. Cause everyone is unbelievable when you make any professional sport level. Yeah. So wait, I wanna I wanna shout out to to Das Simple 1211. I kind of like that simple one two that's almost like a DJ. I'm that simple one two one one. Bro, you guys are the best. I like I, I, I like that. You're the best. I'm not blowing. He's got a that he's a, he's he's showing up all over this place, that both of y'all. The history, the knowledge, the fun. This guy's on fire. I love this guy. You can. This guy. This guy could write our press releases. I love this guy. I mean, this guy's like amazing. Look, another one. Well, this one's not blown smoke, but but it's still. I like this guy. I want to hire this guy. Email us at What's at gmail. We would like to hire you to, to to write our press releases. I love this guy. He's yeah, like full great, of Thank full you, of man. energy. The Patriots ran over 200 yards with deflated balls in that game. It didn't matter. <laughs> that be easy. it would be easy to run the football though he's right if the ball's deflated there's no way they're gonna knock it out of there you can hold that thing it's like hold a nerf ball you know I like that though he's he's right on with that but you know what again Thursday night football we're gonna we're gonna change gears here it's Thursday yeah. night football the Buccaneers against the Eagles game's gonna start in about five minutes we're gonna turn it on we'll watch a little when we fin- as we finish up the show right now we're gonna to go to the Sunday SWAT let's pick. Two games. I think there's three games that I want to talk about, but tell me what you want to pick first, because I got a few games I want to talk about, and that will lead us into down the road here into um, Costanza Cash. For all you people, stay around, because you want to make some money this week. You want to be here for us when we do our pick for Costanza Cash. That's why we leave it near the end. That's that's called like you leave it for the end, so they stay. So stay, and then we'll get to that. But Tommy, let's go a couple, two or three games this Sunday, week six.
0: Okay. Well, another great game this week is the uh, the Los Angeles Chargers are traveling cross country, and they're going to take on the Baltimore yep. Ravens. Yep. After what the Ravens did to Indianapolis on Monday night, Lamar Jackson. I mean, this guy, we love Sweet. this guy. This guy's fantastic. I mean, buddy, this guy's just fantastic. He's, he's the guy that will not lose a game. He refuses to lose a game. Even the game that he lost against the Raiders, he made two big mistakes with a fumble, but he just keeps coming and coming and coming he's at amazing. you. He's relentless and he's got a relentless team. The other thing about Lamar Jackson is tons of injuries. He lost his whole uh, um, offensive backfield to injuries yep. in, pre- in, in preseason. Tons of injuries, but the way he plays, he lifts up everyone around them. So now the Chargers are going there. The Chargers just beat the Browns in a, in a great game week. I mean, it was an awesome that, game. Game of the
1: year. Home. That was the game of the year that so was far. A
0: great game. And, uh, and 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 the Browns now they go back home and they host the Arizona Cardinals, which mm-hmm. I think the Cardinals can lose their first game of the year. I think I'm t- I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. take when we do Costanza Cash. I'm taking the Browns. Wait, don't tell
1: him yet. To beat Arizona,
0: <laughs> I think, I think the
1: Arizona you got so excited game. about that pick. You told them already. I know, I know, I do that all the time. But they're, but running they're running to the casino right now. They're running to Caesars it. right now, Tommy. Lining up, say Tommy said that. Let's go now. Early action.
0: That, that's going to be a great game, and so I like, I like that the, that Ravens game is going to be great against the Chargers. The the Browns against Arizona. Yeah, and, and I, you know, and I also like. There's one other game that I, oh, this is a crazy game, but KC's going into Washington. Washington's yeah. desperate to hang in there with Dallas because Dallas is off the good start. KC's desperate because they're playing terrible, right? They're playing lousy ball. Yep. So I really believe that game's going to be a shootout. KC can't stop anybody. I mean, my RFA team of 82 oh, could have went in there and, Russia. And, and scored on KC. They can't stop anybody right now. They wouldn't have been able to cover Malachi and Big C.
1: No, they wouldn't be able to card anybody. No, the old teams, the old RFA teams back in the day that were dominant in upstate New York and all of Syracuse and upstate New York and even downstate, they'd go downstate to Queens I played, I played and wherever and beat teams. You're right. High
0: school game in the Dome.
1: Yeah, your Chiefs, the Chiefs could not stop any RFA team from back in the 80s and the 90s. Oh. There's no way. But you know what? It's interesting that you picked those games because I'm not saying – we didn't set this up. My games that I wanted to talk about – was the Chiefs against the Redskins because that the Redskins, they could lose. The Chiefs, the football team, the Washington football team, right? The Washington football team, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what happens when you go into the thing, into the app? Like on if you go on, on my computer and I go into ESPN, like, you know, they'll have like it will say, you know, Baltimore Ravens. Like when you go into the game for the details of the injuries and how many points and the yards and everything, Washington, and it says what the record is against the spread and all that, Washington, it says null, N-U-L. Wow. where the where the name goes for the nickname That's I crazy. see it on my laptop when I go on my laptop it's weird like when you go in it says null where they it, it, and everybody else it has their nickname it says null n u l l I don't think they put in football team or team like you know cuz you know I don't I don't like the nickname anyway cuz it's like a soccer team but anyway I think that's a weird game. The Chiefs are desperate. They have to win that game. They have to win. They're in the AFC West. They got to win that game. But the Redskins aren't going to lay down. Those guys on defense, I think they could maybe stop. It's going to be, can they they stop them?
0: Uh, They've been terrible. They got an overrated defense. You tell Raz, tell Raz I'm sorry, but they got an overrated defense. That Chase Young has been chasing quarterbacks all week. He can't catch all year. He can't catch anybody. It's ridiculous. They're overrated. Yeah, but Washington, they came into the season – they, they won the division last year at 7-9, and they gave Tampa Bay a tough match in the playoff game last year. A tough game, 31-22 to 22 or something like that. But they came in with this, like, belly-hood, <laughs> much-belly-hood uh, defense. Well, Where would you get that word? I don't know. Much-belly-hood defense. And, and their defense stinks. They didn't stop at anybody. Atlanta scored 30. Everybody scores 30 on them. This defense, defense is terrible. So do you think? So so do you?
1: So so I thought this was a good game because the Chiefs have to win this game. They haven't been playing well. It seems like there's they're just they're just missing beats here and there. I don't know if little Tyreek Waterbug Hill is he going to play? I heard he's injured. He going to play? He plays every game. No, he'll play. Okay, so so I like that game because I think it's it's going to be closer than what it looks like. It will be. I think the Redskins may stop them a few times, and I, I still think the Chiefs are gonna will their way, maybe here. I love the Charger Raven game, and I'm still uh, enamored with that with that with that um sleepy Lamar Jackson. Like like they look dead to rights. The hey, Colts hey, looked
0: give yourself credit. You just came up with a good word there, enamored. I like yeah. that word. You're you yeah. I good don't even word. know where
1: that came from. I like that word, I, I enamored. Mean, I, I think that came something. from junior high.
0: Am I, am I like am I motivating
1: you to, to like reach for different words? Or something I think like you that? are. I think yeah, you yeah. are. That's and good. and 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 that Lamar Jackson, I always say this. Like it was like he always looks like he just woke up a minute ago. I always say this about the guy because he does. He could go on a ninety yard drive. He'd take his helmet off. He looks like he just woke up. It's yeah, like I don't amazing. get the guy. Yeah. But, but he's unbelievably freaky. They were done in that game. They were done. And the Colts looked like the Vikings. They blew that game. But but he, I cannot believe, because he did will that team to win that game. And and I was just uh, amazed by this guy that it looked like they were done. And every other team was done, except maybe Tom Brady. I mean, or, or a Drew Brees or a John Elway or, you know, Dan Marino. But, but those guys are like, you know, gods. I mean, I was like, this guy's not going to make it. They're not going to beat these guys. And, and, and he yeah. just – and he turns the ball over, and he still comes back, and he makes well,
0: mistakes, I mean, about, and he still how about comes that stupid back. stupid penalty that his teammate, that Tavon Young, made when he pushed that guy on the ground, and they gave him a 15-yard penalty, and then they got one more completed pass, and they tried that 47-yard field goal. Luckily, the guy missed it again, right? That, 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 listen, Barry, you should go out there and be a field goal kicker for one of these. I times. think
1: oh, I may be from my game. soccer days because right now these guys can't make anything. I mean, these guys are missing kicks all over. But that's a great game. I'll get more into that game and Costanza Cash. I love the Cardinals Browns game. Um, I think again, the Browns are desperate right now. I think the Browns at three and two, you know, they thought they were going to be like five and all, and 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 they barely beat the Vikings. They're, they're lucky they're to beat the Vikings.
0: Team, they are a good team. The Vikings are not a bad team. The,
1: the no, they're not. And but the Browns are beat up a bit. You know, that's going to be a tough game. The Cardinals, you know, they got that little. That little quarterback and I—I I was um, watching a game last week. I think it was last week, and I was watching the Cardinals or the week before against the Rams. And I was at the bar, and this guy was watching the game. It was the funniest thing I ever, ever heard. He goes, he goes, get that big head, get that big head. And you know, Murray's running around. He's running. He goes, he goes. That guy's little and he's fast, but he's got a big head. You got to watch his head. Just look, look for his head.
0: I don't see that. Does he have a big head? I don't see
1: that. I, he. I, if you look at him in his body, his body's little. And the guy said he's an alien. The guy goes, he's an alien. He's an alien. The guy had a couple buckets of beer in him. But yeah. he was like, he, he had a good point. Yeah, he goes, I'm
0: always, like, I'm always hesitant to get in a conversation with a guy at a bar after a couple buckets of beer because I'm always afraid he's going to pull a John Gruden on me and start dropping lines. You know, like I, I, I'm always worried <laughs> about that.
1: Hey, Death uh, Simple's back.
0: Yeah, uh, Cignola is trash. <laughs> Oh, he's the right. he's the defensive coordinator of uh, of the listen listen that you gotta understand something. Brie D and I were you know we're older, we don't recognize those memes or whatever they're called. Like when you put a trash can yeah. there, it takes us a minute to figure it out. Yeah,
1: the is that, emoji.
0: Is that an emoji? Yeah, I don't
1: know. Yeah, like, like 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 I, the poo poo emoji, I call it chocolate ice cream. It wait looks like second, chocolate ice cream. Wait a second, was Steve
0: Spagnola a former defensive coordinator of the Saints? I don't remember that. I was well. The Saints had uh, they they, Philly, they,
1: they had, had um Ryan. Ryan. Did they have they a Ryan? Dennis
0: Allen, the oh, the former coach of the Raiders, Dennis Allen.
1: Didn't they have um Ryan's son? Oh, For yeah, a bit
0: not, not Rex, Rob Ryan.
1: Yeah, they had a Ryan. When did they have Spagnola?
0: I don't remember them having Spagnola.
1: Maybe it was during uh uh Bounty. That Bounty gate game against the no, vikings that was, greg, that was greg williams yeah see that,
0: that guy. greg williams he got suspended for a year yeah.
1: one of the best saints that, that 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 simple one two one one would remember from our neck of the woods rest in peace will smith oh, will, will smith, smith was, was a wrecking high. machine he against
0: proctor high will, will smith went to proctor high then went to ohio state yeah well, of course of course, Dad Simple probably knows him. Will Smith was a great player. That was tragic, man. That was terrible.
1: Yeah, that guy played. I think he played a running back and defensive end in yeah. the uh in, in high school. The guy was a maniac. Maniac,
0: yeah.
1: It was incredible. Okay, let's, was incredible.
0: let's move on to the wait a um, minute.
1: What's this now? John Anthony, who hasn't yeah. told us his middle name, he won't tell us his middle name, is saying he likes that simple one, two, one, one. He gives him the thumb up. thumb up. I guess yeah. that means good. Yep. That emoji, <laughs> right? I mean, I, I guess we know that one. We know That's the thumb up. Okay, thumb so up. John Anthony, we still would like to know your middle name, please. So we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. So we like those three games. We like. I like the chiefs redskin game, and I like the the Browns-Arizona uh, game, and I like the Chargers-Ravens, and then I'm gonna love to see Monday night the Bills kill the Titans. I I, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. The other day, though, I want to tell you a funny story about Josh Allen. I was watching this Sports Grid show, Sports Grid Live. Right, these guys are on there, and it's all about the live betting and all this. And they got the live bets, and they had Josh Allen, and they had MVP, and they had the MVP Murray, and the odds, right? And they had Josh Allen. Guess what logo they had next to him? I almost died. I'm like, I'm so sick of this. What these teams, I don't know who's doing these things or what kind of like. How come they don't like um double check things? They had the Jaguars logo next to Josh Allen. Like, what do you? Yeah, you don't
0: like those kind of mistakes. I can't I stand like
1: those, those mistakes. mistakes. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like you really how 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 crazy you gotta be. Just look at it. There's no way you're picking the Jags logo. The Bills. Yeah. I, I don't even get it. I, I don't even understand where he was going with that. I was very upset about that. I watch that show. I like it because I like the guys on that show on Sports Grid. Most of them are like old school guys like us from New York. They're hilarious. Yeah. And ah, ah, they're like, oh, I'll break his legs. Ah, ah. And then Pharrell's on there. Remember Pharrell?
0: Oh my God. Ah, that guy's still the, the gravelly voice. I mean,
1: he looks I'm good though, Tommy. You gotta watch him on the sports grid. He looks young. He's he's done, he's doing something. Maybe he's on the T B twelve diet. Anyway, okay, let's go in to Doogie Hauser MD. Now, I don't know if you've gone to the heart doctor again no, to I'm check good. your heart. I'm good. You're, you're all good.
0: Yeah, the only thing I got to do is I got to go to uh, I got to go to the pharmacy after we're done with this, and I got to refill my um, high blood pressure medicine.
1: So you got to do that. So you got You got to take the high blood pressure medicine. But you, the overall, that system, that little um, thing that you had to take carry around with you to give the the doctor all the information. He says you're okay, but yeah, they're going gonna...
0: to wear that heart monitor for uh, seven days straight. The heart monitor, yeah.
1: So okay, so me, like I'm 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 okay. You know, I got over my time a couple weeks ago that everything came out of me. I've been eating more fiber and and I'm, I'm doing better there. But I would like, you know, I remember one time Why
0: are you do you get avocados there? I mean, are you getting good? Oh, avocados? yeah, I got yeah,
1: I eat avocados all the time. I love avocados. Yeah, um, I do want to ask you a couple NFL things because this Doogie Hauser thing is not just about our health. Like, you know, I remember one time you were giving me um information about um uh an injury in the nfl and you were like so stunned it was a carson wentz injury labrum a labrum injury or something and you were like that sounds so painful like it was like a broken
0: i told you that we take it for we just
1: take it for granted you know the nfl
0: players you know after the game like they'll, they'll come out with the injury report the next day and they'll say like um you know, the linebacker for the for the Washington football team, uh, Joe Bostic, he tore his pectoral muscle. So he what he did was he tore his chest muscle off the bone. How? How? I, don't, I mean, reaching reaching for a tackle, you know, and and whatever. I don't know. I mean, they're, but he tore the – I mean, could you imagine tearing your pectoral muscle off the bone? First of all
1: – Off the bone? What is I, – I, off the bone?
0: that Yeah, he tore it off the whatever bone it's attached to. He tore it. So incredible! So, most people don't even have a pack. Most people don't even have a defined pack to tear. No, you know, no. and then um, and then years ago, I interviewed Junior Seau, who was a great player and, you know, tragic end of his life. And Junior Seau tore his bicep. Right. And he played the whole year with a torn bicep because he didn't want to have the surgery. So they made it to the Super Bowl in 1994. He played the whole year with a torn bicep. He told me, like your Achilles tendon. He told me it rolled up his arm like a lamp, like a, like a window shade.
1: Right? No,
0: it rolled up his arm. And so when I was interviewing, him, he showed me, he said they pulled it down, but he had this big lump in the bottom of his bicep. He was huge, by the way, but he had this big lump down here. And, and because it was all a scar tissue, because they had to reattach it. Like these guys, they, they tear. And well, you saw what happened to Saquon Barkley's um, ankle in that game against the Cowboys last oh, week, forget it. That that poor guy, he rolled it. He rolled it. It was it. It actually rolled 180 degrees. It rolled all the way up. And so then they took a shoe off, and I buried that thing. Was it looked like the football got shoved in his leg? <laughs> it was like this big. Poor
1: guy. But you know what? The pectorial thing is weird because when you're a kid, you would work out. We used to work out with weights and we'd work out at high school or the YMCA, but also in the garage. And the whole thing was to get your packs and your arms, the curls for the girls, and you do the pack the packs. Like getting packs was like a thing. And you wanted to do that. I can't even imagine like this guy. Like we're already over time. Look. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe. That this guy, the guy who tore the peck off the bone, he must have been so bummed out because all his life, he was working on his pecks, working on his pecks, working on his pecks, and they tears it off the bone. You know, so I'm happy that you're doing better. If you got to take a pill, no big deal. You know, everything else is fine. I'm I'm eating more fiber now. I'm, you know, eating a lot of oatmeal. I'm eating avocados, eating a lot of stuff. You know, I, I go through these spells of eating good and not eating good, but... But, you know, I got I to gotta start eating a little better. But I wanted to just say I'm, I'm glad you shared those stories about those players and the ones you interviewed and the injuries. And I just want to, every week, I just want to um, read a, a, a couple things about injuries. Like, you know, this Stefania Bell, she's on the fantasy football show. Yeah, she's I a board certified. She's, she's on ESPN. She's a board certified orthopedic clinic specialist, certified strength and conditioning specialist, California girl at heart. And this lady's smart. Um, I watch her for fantasy football. She gives you all the injury updates. So she says her latest pin tweet. I want to read it because this lady's smart. And and we can get some insight on injuries with this lady during the Doogie Hauser MD segment says when quarterback Russell Wilson was injured, we could see the mallet finger deformity on our screens. What we couldn't see was perhaps the more serious part of the injury, more on the injury surgery timeline on my pod. So, I don't even know what a mallet, what's a mallet finger? I, I don't know. Any idea? I, I don't know. Mallet finger. See, she's smart. She uses these words that I have no idea, Um, but I like how she used the word deformity, too. So, <laughs> you know, so, 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 <laughs> so anyway so he's i guess the bottom line is she's going to give us more updates maybe next week she'll give him more but the bottom line is his fingers messed up yeah he can't grab a football well, he That guy tore can't even.
0: He tore, what happened was he tore the ligament so the, the the top knuckle was torn so he couldn't he couldn't grab the ball he's got a big hand for a little guy right but but he's out for he had surgery had to reattach that ligament and so he has surgery. It's anywhere from four to, or six to eight weeks or four to six weeks or something like that. Of course, he's going to come back sooner because he's a quick healer and he's also a tough yeah. guy. I don't know why. I mean, listen, if I was if I was his brother or his his, his uncle, I would say, listen, that uh, <laughs> simple says I have negative pectoral muscles. I'm so out of shape. They go inward. Dad bod life. That's crazy. I believe that.
1: I believe that, you know. Um,
0: so, is that like, is that, uh, that simple? Are you what would be termed skinny fat, where your whole yeah. body's skinny, but you guys still got the, you still got the little, like, you know, the little fat belly?
1: I, I think that's what it is. And if, and he probably would get more like work with his arms and hands if he didn't yeah, use I, I the emoji.
0: Listen, I can fix that. I can help. What are you going to do? That's got to start getting into some yoga classes. Yeah. People have this misconception that yoga classes are all about stretching and meditation. But that's not really what yoga is about. Uh-huh. Yoga is just a really, really hard workout, and it's a mm-hmm. slower workout. And if you get into a vinyasa flow class, that's vinyasa. V i n y a s a. If you get into a vinyasa what does that flow mean?
1: Class, Vina- what what does that mean? Vinyasa. It, it,
0: it's a vinyasa is a style of yoga where a vinyasa is a sun salutation where you where you like face the sun and you raise your arms up and then you. And then you you fold down and you touch the ground and then you then you raise your chest up your back so you're an, like an upside down L, and then from there you go to into, into a chaturanga, and then you go into oh yeah you told
1: me about that chaturanga the
0: up dog the down dog anyway it, it, you'll build up your muscles and you'll protect all your joints so you want how
1: about a, how about if they just do this he's a dad so he gets his wife on a bicycle. And he, she wraps a rope around him like Rocky, and no. he and he basically runs, and that's the wife and the, the wife's no. in the back.
0: Well, no. no, listen, all you got to do the is kid, make- and and he
1: and he moves the kid and the that's wife and work. gets a workout like Rocky used to do.
0: He's not going to get hurt. Gonna get hurt. Don't do He'll that. He'll get hurt that way.
1: Anyway. Well, Rocky did good with that. It's I know a, it's a movie, it's a but it's based on a true story.
0: The, the the Philadelphia sports town is so bad that they have a statue of Rocky, uh, like like the like the Lakers do of Kobe and 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 Magic and Kareem. The, the the Philadelphia
1: has a statue of Rocky, like not even a real person. Well, he but he is he's based on Chuck Wepner, right? Yeah, I know, but I know he it's wrote the
0: Chuck Wepner.
1: Yeah, he wrote the movie based on the the Bayoum Bleeder. He went to watch him fight Muhammad Ali, right?
0: Bayon, the Bayon. The same thing. It's the Bayon yeah. bleeder, yeah. No, but
1: some people in Jersey call it Bayon.
0: Well, Chuck Wepner sued Rocky for.
1: Yeah, he I know he, he should have, and he should yeah. have, and he should have. So I don't know. Where's Dad? Dad? Dad's got a lot of. You know what? I think Dad's exercise of choice is typing in questions. Yeah,
0: he's good. I at think
1: it. he can get yeah. a lot of work. I think that's. I love it, and I appreciate it, that He's got. What's he say? Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones coffee. I don't know
0: I'm what that to,
1: is. I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm I'm confused on that one. Yeah, we're gonna have to come back to that. Dad. I really I'm I'm intri- I'm intrigued by that, Tommy. I would really 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 want to know about that. So and then okay, we gotta wait. you gotta show him. He's got another one. This guy's on fire. Dance simple one two one one. It should be dance simple on That's fire. Great.
0: I like this. He said, Tom, you're enlightening me. I will try yoga and check back with y'all next time with an update. Listen, Dad, I'm telling you, it, it'll be great for you. There's a website. You go to this one website called doyogawithme.com. You can find oh, like lots of different yoga classes. There's some you got to pay for, there's some that are free. There's another website called Fitness Blender, which doesn't have just yoga, it has yoga classes, but it has all kinds of boot camps and all kinds of fitness classes. Go to one of those two websites or both of those sites. You'll find a class that works for you. 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 60 minutes. You'll find a class, you know, if, if you got those kids, you could do a, you could give, put them, you know, give them a nap and then whip out a quick 45 minute yoga class. You'll feel you'll feel fantastic.
1: That was like a public address uh, spot. That was good.
0: Hey, listen, we're, that was, so
1: that was good.
0: To try to stay fit.
1: That was really, really good. So, what do you tell me? Hey, what's he, he got me dilatinous, sexually, do various... He's going to challenge Tyson Fury. Uh, that's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. No, that's not a good idea. <laughs> that's not a good idea. The Gypsy King, Oh, he'd, he would just lean lean on Dan Simple, and Dan Simple would go down and be a TKO. That, just lean that on fight, him.
0: That fight, that guy is so in shape that, uh, what's his name? Deontay Wilder is in such great shape. Yeah. He's got no legs.
1: He's got no legs. He's got no, He's got no calves. These guys He's got no, got no calves. Rock. They got no quads. They got, got no, no legs. rock. yeah, they've got that. They, you're right though, Tommy. He's got little toothpick legs holding up that big body. Yeah. You remember, remember guys like, in the weight like room. Fury. They'd Listen, be big up here and they had like no Fury, legs. Six feet
0: nine inches, two hundred eighty pounds. He doesn't have one defined muscle on his entire body. He's the exact opposite of an athlete. And yet he goes for like nine rounds or ten rounds or whatever. What do he knock him out in the eleventh round? Wouldn't he knock him out?
1: Yeah, well, they knocked down each other a lot in that oh, in that God. last fight. But yeah, the, but I just think it's. Remember, we would go to the YMCA, and Monday, Wednesday, Friday was upper body, and Tuesday, Thursday was legs. Yeah, and you right. and the weight yeah. room would be packed on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You couldn't get any machine, any dumbbell, any bar, and nothing. But on Tuesday, Thursday, guess what? You could get you could get equipment because no one ever was in there on leg day. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and while there's the same, he's never, he's never there on leg day. So he's, you know, he goes up against, you know, I tell you a fury smart fighter. He's a smart fighter. His whole plan, everything he did, leaning on him with that, that big gypsy body. And, and, and that, I just, that simple one, two, one, one. I, I, I would never challenge Tyson Fury. I think um, you need to do a lot of yoga First, Um, And you still need to do the Rocky bicycle with dragging your kid and your wife behind you. You got to drink some eggs, have some Tom Brady 12 avocado ice cream. I mean, you got a lot, a lot of way to go. But we would appreciate if you just stay around for our shows on Thursday at 730 Eastern time. And just, just we'll talk to you back and forth. And Tommy will follow your progress on, on, on your yoga. So let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, what's this one? I said I look like those aliens from the movie Men in Black. Oh, Will Smith. I was going with Will Smith, the New Orleans Saints Will Smith. I was still back there. He was bringing it forward with that. All right. Well, I get it. All right. All right. All right. I got that now. Sorry for the confusion there. So that's our Doogie Hauser, MD. We'll go next week. We'll see what Stefania Bell has to say. Maybe she'll have more on Russell Wilson's finger. But these old men in sweats seem pretty healthy today. So, you know, you just got to keep keep your workout going, keep your your life going, and keep the food intake like Tom Brady. You got to do the food intake like Tom Brady. So, Tommy, let's go to your take. I thought you were going to do Tommy T take with Gruden, but do you have something else you would like to talk yeah, about? It
0: was, I mean, we covered it. It was with John Gruden, and it was it was actually my take was actually it was all about. Um, what L Davis has meant to the NFL in terms of breaking color barriers and breaking cultural barriers. It's a shame. It's a shame that this happened to the Raiders because again, L Davis is the first to hire a black coach, the first to hire a Mexican coach, the first to hire a a female in the front office and gave her a big, meaningful job. So it's, it's a shame that this happened to the Raider organization and it's a stain on the organization. It's it's an embarrassment. Um, I I say you know put John Gruden in your rearview mirror and just let's go forward. And and Gruden is in the past. And we're never going to see Gruden coaching an NFL team again. He's never going to be coaching a major college team again. And and the next time you see Gruden, he's going to be doing a podcast like us. He's going to be doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. That's, that's, that's all wait, 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 wait. I got a good
1: one. I got a good one. He's gonna be doing a podcast with a delay.
0: Yeah, with a, <laughs> with a ten second, with a
1: ten second delay. No, a seven year delay. It's like but you know what the funny thing is, like we um so the the funniest thing is is the um is what he did, what he did and and and, and how he emailed it and how we talk about the walk and talk. And how you know you know little mobsters in the in the in their sweats they would go to the the phone the the, the hardline phone like in like Goodfellas remember like Robert De Niro goes and he goes to the phone the hardline phone but usually they would do the walk and talk and they would put their hands up with the newspaper up there because they had lip readers trying to in the van they
0: started hiring lip readers from the FBI
1: yeah so so the funny thing about this it's, is that way,
0: just, just a quick aside you know what yes. the best lip reader ever was in the history of sports. Vince Scully could read lips like no one like Vince Scully was the best lip reader ever. When a, when a manager went out to the mound and argued serious? with the umpire, Vince Scully could read his lips word
1: for word. So That's on, interesting. On, I never honey. I didn't I didn't know that. wow. Um I didn't, I didn't know that, but I I think the gruden thing the funniest thing about it was that like you and I we worked for a lot of celebrities back in the day in California and they would always insulate themselves And we would be used as the person that would insulate them. So they would never pay with their credit card. They would never pay with cash. They never would do anything because they never wanted to get any, any flack from anybody. We would be the ones picking things up, delivering things, everything they would be, they would be outside of it. And Gruden, that's all he had to do was get an assistant to write the emails. If he had an assistant, write the emails, even if the assistant said some bad things, he would never got in trouble. It came from John Gruden, that simple one, two, one, one at Gmail. <laughs> I mean, he's crazy. So anyway, that simple says he won't miss a, a Thursday. All right, I love it.
0: Great. We got, we yeah. got a fan. Thank.
1: You, I, I like that guy. I like you that know, guy I like. a lot. So, so your, your take, you already did in the Raider wrap up. It's a shame. Well, let, well let, let's get to Costanza cash. Another one bites on a here. dust. John Gruden. Yeah. Let's get this cash. You go, you go. Cause you do three picks. Usually, and then I do eight. I do the Brinks, break the bank, beep, 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 back it up for the money bags that I will deliver to you people. This is the segment that really only anyone, that's all they care about is this segment. You know, we got great segments with the Raiders and the Dodgers, Thursday Night Football, Sunday Sweat, Doogie Hauser, Tommy T. Take. We got great segments, but it's funny. I think people just wait for the end. To, yeah. to get their picks, to go into the casino line and say, I'm, I'm with the old men in sweats, guys. I got a couple upset specials. Ooh.
0: I got a couple upset you, specials. You, My first upset special is the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys are 4-1, and but they're 5-0 and against the spread this year. They haven't lost a game against the spread, right? Okay. So, so uh, I say New England's going to beat the Cowboys straight up. Dallas is get Dallas is giving the New England's at home and they're getting three and a half points. I say take New England plus that half a point because the majority of the NFL games are decided by three points. That's the, that's the most common point spread in the NFL. Sure. That's the most common point differential. There's 31 to 28, 17 to 14, 24 to 21, 38 to 35. It's a very, very common point differential in the NFL. So that half a point, You're more going, yeah. or less than the three, is what it's what gives you it it it's what puts you over the top. New England's getting three and a half against the Cowboys. I like New England to win this game. No way. Yeah. So so I'm I'm taking New England plus points at home. That's my first pick. My other upset. Special, wow. Wow. My other upset special is Green Bay is going into Chicago, right? Chicago is a six and a half point underdog at home. Take Chicago plus the points. Green Bay's not gonna roll over Chicago. Chicago's gonna wow. play them tough. Okay. Chicago's okay. three and two. People don't realize Chicago's three and two, buddy. I mean, they look terrible because they never have a quarterback, but they're three and two.
1: They're always they always win, they always win games. They always don't look pretty when they win. But they're always competitive. They're always winners. You know, they just don't look pretty when they do it. So you got – Okay. Indianapolis, got,
0: Indianapolis is at home. My last game. Indianapolis is at home against Houston. Houston's only getting 10 points. Indianapolis blew that game oh. against the Ravens. So Indy's going to come out and they're going to crush Houston. Houston should have beaten New England last week. They let them off the hook. But Indy's going to go out there. They're going to crush Houston. So those are my three teams. Take Indy so, Take Indy minus the points at home. Take the Bears plus six and a half at home. And take New England plus three and a half at home. Now, those are the three teams. I'm not gonna do Costanza Cash this week. Don't bet against me. Oh, really? I'm, I'm I'm, I'm I'm doing Tommy T live. You take those three games. No way. You're gonna win. You're gonna win a lot of money.
1: So for you people that just joined us or have never seen us, you know, we do we do our Costanza Cash, which is basically old men in sweats make our picks. And then we tell you either to go with old men in sweats, or you can make a decision before you get up to the cage to place your bet, or on your app, maybe your DraftKings app. You can you can either go with old men in sweats, or you can do George Costanza, Costanza Cash, and go opposite of us, completely opposite the just George Costanza world. Sometimes this year.
0: And that's our verbal disclaimer. We always like we, yeah. we pick games every week, and we know what we're doing. We know what we're talking about. Like clearly, we know the teams up and down and all around and from every angle. But we understand it's betting on football games. It's ridiculous. So we always let you know if you want to win money, pick against us. You probably win some money,
1: right? Yeah, you know- it's weird. Like our our disclaimer is a fictitious TV character. Yeah, that's, that's our disclaimer. It's a fictitious TV character that we just. We use that, and we love George Costanza. I mean, it was a great character. We love the show Seinfeld. So we use that. Like sometimes this week, with we five weeks now, I think more than the uh, but not is Old Man of sweats have done well. I think George Costanza only came in a couple times. So this week, Tommy T is saying, "Do not take his picks and do George Costanza." Yep. He's saying you go indie minus the points, and you go the Bears plus the points and you go the Patriots plus the points. Now, here comes Barry Dino. I come at you full force with eight teams. You can go flat bets, 14 parlay, 18 parlay, break the bank, brings truck back up, beep, beep, beep. Here we go. Do whatever you want to do with these, any combination you want. I'm going with the Chiefs minus six. They're six and a half. I'm going to buy half a point, go minus six. I'm going to take the Chiefs over. I'm taking the Chargers. The Chargers are plus two and a half. I'm going to buy a half a point to push it to three. Because as Tommy, what did you say, Tommy, about the number? What's well, the number?
0: The most common point differential in the NFL.
1: There you go. I'm going to pop that up to three. You well, you got to lay a little point. extra if you can yeah. get on
0: the right side of three, it's going to make all the difference. You think it? You think it's only half a point? It makes all the difference in the world.
1: Yeah, because if you push, you push, right? I mean, so I'm going to, I'm going to. You have to lay a little extra money sometimes with my picks, but I, I think it makes sense. You know, like you, you shouldn't be betting if you can't lay a little extra juice to get a half a point here or there. So then I'm taking the Chargers plus three. I'm taking the Chargers over. I'm taking the Cardinals. It says Cleveland's minus three and a half. I'll just take plus three and a half. I'm going to take plus three and a half on the Cardinals. I'm going with a lot of dogs like you this week. I'm like, I, I think there's but some great, great dog. dog games.
0: I, I took the three, I took the two home dogs. Yeah. Right. And and then I got the one, uh, the one home favorite.
1: Uh, yeah. Coming back from a terrible debacle yeah, that I think, right. I think you're they're right. I think you're right about that. Back. So I'm going to take the Cardinals plus the three and a half and the over. And then my fourth game Thank God I did a bet on TB twelve. I think I mean, geez, it's only it's seven to seven, forty seconds left. I mean, TB's driving, but I don't. I was gonna take TB minus Antonio Brown touchdown. So I was gonna take TB you're not minus supposed, the seven you're not
0: and the play by play, Barry. Remember, we're not supposed to do play by play. You're supposed to do a delay.
1: Can I say it now? Yes. <laughs> I retract what I said earlier, and I will say now Tom Brady threw a touchdown pass to Antonio Brown 14 7, 13 7 with the point coming. Uh the Bucks. I was gonna take the Bucks in the over, but I didn't. He so did, my fourth he's, he's game
0: so much time in there, he's got time to actually peel an avocado back there. But uh, like isn't it hard.
1: unbelievable? Like he he just sits back there, it's like he's in a lazy boy chair. And he just sits there, and he goes, okay, i will do it now. Uh, my, fourth, my fourth selection, which will be my seventh and eighth picks, are the Bills, the Buffalo Bills, the Bills Mafia, Western New York at its finest, Chicken Wing Heaven, the inventors of the chicken wing. Bills, minus 5.5. They're 5.5, so it's probably going to land 6 or more, and I'll take the over there. So recap for Barry D is Chiefs minus... The six and a half, I'm gonna and then, but I'm gonna buy the half and have it six over. Chargers plus three, I'm gonna add an extra half a point and the over. The Cardinals plus the three and a half, which it is right now, and the over. And the Bills, I'm gonna take minus five and a half and the over. That's my eight teamer, do as you wish with it. I am not going to say don't do George Costanza with me this week. I don't have as much confidence as my partner here, Tommy T, but he feels very, very confident. So maybe you go Tommy T straight, old men and sweat, Tommy T, the three games he gave you. And then with me, you maybe you go George Costanza and you can hedge this scenario here. So we hope you all win, either if you use your app, your DraftKings app, or you go to your favorite casino. Um, be it, you know, in, in New York, New Jersey, California, but of course in Las Vegas, Nevada, which is the, the king of all casinos is Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes. So sure get out there you, and get and go out and go early. Go early and get the good lines, you know. Like don't go, don't be the guy at the gate uh up at the window and it's well twelve fifty-five Eastern time and and you're there trying to put in ten picks and the and, and the lines mm-hmm. deep. And you don't know what you're doing or whatever. Go to the machine and use the machine, or get there. Go on Saturday, like while by, people are watching the college games, and get your picks in. Okay, and I and your tellers will appreciate that too. Don't you think so, Tommy?
0: Absolutely.
1: I think they would. Have okay, your so
0: down. Have your Yeah, exactly. Down. Yeah.
1: So okay, so let's um end this because right now
0: final thoughts. I got a good final thought. Well, what's your final thought today, buddy?
1: Hmm. My final thought is, I'm just wondering about Dat Simple one two one one. I I I hope I hope he comes back next Thursday.
0: But I'm worried about him. He says he looks like
1: an alien from Men in Black, and he's got the dad body, and and he's still hung up about Steve Spagnola, which I don't even remember him being defensive coach of the Saints. I mean, I think, the same, I think he's probably just got the same kind of thing going as people in Las Vegas right now. He's, he's, he's conflicted. The Saints are kind of acting like the Raiders this year. So I, I wish him all the best, and I, I want to see him back.
0: Thought, my final thought is that I believe that Michelin Tires should sue John Gruden. No. I really believe that. I feel what? like they, they, uh, they sullied – he sullied their name
1: and they should go after John Gruden. No way. That's that's interesting, Tommy. That's like really, really interesting. All right, so I never said this in the beginning. And I want to make sure I get all the disc- the, the, the scenarios in here. Old Menace West's program is brought to you by our Cajun brothers at Boot Crew Media and Hornito's Tequila, which we had our shots. I'm going to have another shot as I finish up here and leave. So all you sweaties out there, please, you know, like us on all our platforms, start following us on YouTube, subscribe to us, make sure you come to see our shows at 7.30 on Thursday, or you can watch the replays later. And you can also just listen to the audio on all our major platforms. And, and you know, and so you remember, you know, with us, we hope you had fun today. We hope you're going to have fun watching the rest of the Bucks-Eagles game. And remember with us all you youngins and all you older people out there of this world of sports, just remember – That we won't try harder next time. So So don't even ask. Yeah, don't even ask because we just can't. So just give two older guys a break here. People of Las Vegas, people of Las Vegas, stay sweaty. All right, that's it, buddy. I like your flag. I like how you just you don't. Oh, and then you just remove it.
0: Remove it. There we go. That's
1: great. <laughs> All right, everybody. We got our own flags. <laughs> Stay sweaty. Thank you very much, Tommy T. We'll see you later. Here we go. Can, can you hear me? I got <laughs> uh, I got a new recording right now. I wanted to make sure. Wait. Drag three, two, one. Smoke can you hear me? Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Dazzling, stimulated, and you guys are smiling, smiling, profile. Oh
0: yeah. What if you could have a career?